Tigger. Uh, gentlemen, what a what a strange week we did to ourselves here. Oh my God, what are you, what is in that dropper, Beth? <laughs> um, a bunch of uh, weed tincture. It, this this kind is called ghost cookies, and. and uh, <laughs> I feel the need to point out to our listeners that you literally have the passion of Joan of Arc playing on a large screen behind your head right now. (laughs) Yeah, that's just that's that's happening all the time. Uh, Yeah, yeah. Is that like live footage from inside your skull? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, totally. No, I I got earlier. I was like at the screen on the Zoom, like opening it up, and I so felt like I was in the thing because it's like Mm -hmm. fifty degrees in our apartment right now. (laughs) And um, I just feel kind of like wild, like uh, not I don't think I would be Kurt Russell, but definitely one of the minor guys that gets killed early on. Like I'd be like mm-hmm. a scruffier dude, but I was. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's the scenario that's <laughs> playing out over here. Just needed some warmth in the room. Yeah. Yeah, really. Um, should I just quickly get out of the way? Like what our texts are for the sure. week? We've got yeah. we've yeah. got. um. Uh, well, we've got uh, uh, Dreyer's 1928 film, The Passion of Joan of Arc, uh, coupled with, um, I made you guys watch uh, this John Woo mo- TV movie from 1998 called Blackjack, starring <laughs> Dolph Lundgren. And uh, as, I made as people, you guys watch. As people often do, alongside Passion of Joan of Arc. And then, uh, like any good film class. And then... Uh, Seth Parker, you had us watch uh, the 2014 movie Force Majeure, which gets um, the Dungeon Award of all three. Yeah, like, yeah, Force Majeure is like the Dungeon of all time award <laughs> for sure. I've never seen a movie that put me further into a dungeon. You didn't want to watch Paddleton. <laughs> you did not want to watch Paddleton, so we had to watch Force Majeure. Cancer was bad. Andrew and I were watching this from bed last night at like 11 really high and we were like laughing picturing you like really struggling with this movie like just feeling like well there are so many you know Lindsay hasn't seen the whole thing with me and and not enough to where we could really have a good argument and you know people Mm -hmm. say that you really shouldn't watch this with (laughs) with your partner so I was really curious (laughs) I was curious oh, there's how, like your, a how your conversation went. Well, I think they just said this will, This is good. You know, this is some potent, dark territory. You know, this is under oh, yeah. siege, too, uh, of the soul. The soul <laughs> under so, siege. Yeah. So. <laughs> too too oh, much man. soul Wait, siege. Can we, can we <laughs> maybe. So, how deep your conversation had gotten last night, Eric? Um, it was. Well, what happened was. I, I watched it, but I, I wanted to um, record the scene of the actual avalanche to send mm-hmm. you guys. It was mm. just a dumb joke. And then I was watching it through my phone, and so mm-hmm. we just watched through it. And so it was small enough on my phone that you couldn't really tell that he ran. So mm. I went through like most of the movie being like way more like, uh, like nothing happened you know like and oh yeah 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 and so like we were like and andrew and i like talked about it and stuff and she's like you oh, have wow. to just like watch the scene again you know and i was like well like i'll just assume that like that 
it's um, that he ran and that I'll look at it later. But it's so different when you kind of see it. Like there's a definite moment yeah. when he like, you know, I don't know, br- brushes the kid in the way of the thing and runs. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't know. The but moment, yeah, we... um, sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, you go ahead. Go. Well, I was just going to say the moment late in, later in the movie when, when he's like, um, when he gives his whole speech about how much he hates himself and he's like, <laughs> I have to, like, I have to live with this monster. Like yeah. I'm a victim here also. It's, um, the, I don't, I was wondering like yeah. if you ever yeah. come around to, to feeling like any sort of sympathy, <laughs> like the, the part of the movie that felt super heavy handed to me is like his friend and his friend's girlfriend having an argument about it. It just feels like a little yeah. too obvious. Like she's got like, there's no reason to suggest to her boyfriend that he would like run the sit. Like it, it's just like, it felt um, to me that art that argument felt artificial, but the part of the movie that felt super genuine to me was this person like coming to terms with the fact that he hates himself. Wow, I had I would say I I had the opposite reactions to both yeah, of yeah. those. Yeah, yeah, oh, that's interesting. Well, I'm hoping I was hoping what would happen is that we all saw this quite differently. Like, yeah. Um, but yeah, so go ahead, go. Go ahead, go ahead. How well, did you I see did, it? I just saw him um, being manipulative at in and like feeling sorry for himself in a way, but like mm. kind of figuring out a strategy to like weasel out of a- accountability, even with himself. And I think yeah, that he yeah, kind yeah. of fe- like fell in love with the drama of the moment in this way that like I didn't take the extreme quality of his crying past a certain point. I think he just saw that something was working to get him out of, Yeah, uh, you know? So that's when I like, was like, Oh yeah. Like now, like if you couple that with all this other stuff, like he's, he's a much less sympathetic character, I think at that point for me, because like that felt like a revelation. And I feel like you're supposed to be watching his impact on her too. And yeah. like thinking about like how at first she's really pissed and then she's sort of shocked and then she's confused and then she's yeah. just like trying, you know, like all the emotions that she goes through. Yeah, like, wow. It's, it's really interesting. So like I I I sort of really was um uh and then what was the other scene that, that we What do you mean? There there's that crying scene and then the other scene that you were talking about just now. Oh, like when he when he gives the speech about how much he hates himself? Is that what you're talking mm. about? Yeah. It's like when he's crying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The well, shriek, so- I mean, which is almost, which, you know, like, of course, clearly approaches and like goes beyond comedy. You know, it's it's like, is yeah. this, it's traumatic, it's, it's, it's hilarious. And it, it's in this, he's playing in this space that's not, of, of course, it's dishonest. And mm-hmm. and and how damaging that is you know, to the re- relationship, and which all we're saying you now it's interesting just to think about how he 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 having to hold his own his own lie, you know, it, through this through the film, and like you were saying, the contortions that his wife has to, and that the family that the children have to make around this father because of his intransigency or whatever you know that whatever that is. 
So wait, can uh, I ask a question? Do, so do you think? So for you, he he's like the moment when he says he hates himself is a is is purely um like uh a, a, like an escape plan. It's like how do I get yeah, out I mean, of this? this? Well, yeah, I, I, I guess he's not giving you. We're not giving him as the viewer, I guess, much leeway, or I'm not. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. and I guess you just say, you know, where when is he not performing? You know, when when are we not performing? When am I not performing? You know, and it gets really bad. It, it, you know, yeah. they're like I, I was texting y'all. It's like, oh shit, I'm in like the fifth layer of this fucking yes. dungeon watching this thing at this point because it really is, you know, all of these performances that I'm doing, and once you call my bluff, you know, once I'm, once I'm, you know, really seen. And I think we've kind of talked about that in a couple of the movies that we've already watched, but you know, once I'm really kind of out in the open, the kind of, yeah. I mean, the crisis that that is, that that is ultimately. Well, it's just like it, I I guess where I, maybe sympathy was the wrong. If I said sympathy, well, no, 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 I, I know what you mean. But I mean, I, I definitely see myself like, and I guess it's asking how much, how much do I, how much do, sympathy do I want to give myself? Like how much, mm-hmm. you know, I, that, that's what I kept saying. Like, how much do I want to give him and how much do I want to give myself? You know, how, what, to what standard should I hold myself? You know, it's higher. Like, I think the, like the particulars sort of like slough off and become less important. And what you're dealing with is like a person who's built like a prison for himself yeah. in the, in this lie. That he can't, uh, there's no way out of it. Um, And that feels like true. I was thinking about like, I obviously don't have like any moment like this in my life that comes quite close to like, um, (laughs) like leaving my family to die in an avalanche. Like, (laughs) but, but I'm, I was thinking about like these minor, minor, like really minor moments where, where I get caught where I've, I've been like caught in a tiny lie or something. Mm. Um, and like the way, Oh man, just like the way, the way you'll like, I'm saying the way I will like hold on for dear life until the moment I can't any longer. Um, and I would, I like, I guess I just defy anyone to say they can't relate to that. It's like, I don't yeah. know. I feel like it happens less as I get older, but like when you're a kid, you get, you just like, you're just trying to get through the fucking day. Like, yeah. you know, yeah. like, and uh, there well, was, there's something, no, no, Eric, go ahead. Well, I just think that like people narrating their emotional realities can get distorted, you know? So it's, yeah, it's, it's easy to, um, especially when you're younger and when you have like a younger brain and when it's still developing, you know, like I just, I feel like that's such a, I don't know. Well, but I was wondering also like (sighs) what, how, how, how like, uh, how like maybe gendered this problem is. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. And if, uh, well, like the three of us is like a, a a a squad of dudes here. If maybe (laughs) like we can, I don't know. Like, are am am I more susceptible to getting stuck in a lie like this than like someone who isn't a like a, a white male or something? Like, uh, 
If you know what I mean, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. Am I, um, is it, is that like a, is that like a thing where I'm building, I like feel like I deserve to get out of it or something like, uh, like, yeah. Mm, you know yeah, what I mean? yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that, that, that's part of an attitude of like, kind of like, I could maybe get away with this. Like there's yeah, a part of me yeah. that, that like, well, uh, not, not only that, but I think there, at least in the beginning, there's just this brazen, Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I'm gonna a, a brazen narrative uh, of that's a lot. There's the big lie and the pursuit of that for the purely selfish, you know, mm-hmm. only the selfish reasons, and mm-hmm. you know the, you know, just the title itself being like, you know, we we use that like in the, uh, you know, food service industry. You you use this force majeure every now and then, like mm-hmm. as you know, this act of God. It's just really, it's not, it's not just saying, well, it's not, it ain't my fault. But at the same time, you're just saying, you know, it, it, it's just, you know, out of my hands. You know, what, whatever yeah. happened was, was, was completely out of my hands. And I don't ha- and I don't hold any responsibility or liability or, li- you know, or culpability for what, whatever, you know, the horrible, you know, resu- results might might be of this. Yeah. And so it's, you know, but well, that, that pursuit is always, you know, even in the even in the business term, like that's just not the way you 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 never want to go that way you know you you never mm-hmm. want to have to go it, it, get get into this corner in the relationship and <laughs> or or to have you know to well, have your yeah to have you really to be shown to be dishonest or yeah not well, ha- not having deli- that- not having delivered not having delivered not having delivered yeah yeah well compare that to the nature of truth that like Joan is dealing with in the passion of Joan of Arc. Like, like, um, like, well, having ultimately delivered, it's this question of like, you could say whatever you want. It's like, you know, in your heart, if you're telling the truth or not, right? Like, (laughs) yeah, yeah, we can watch it. There she is. Um, you know what I mean? Like, uh, uh, oh, and to think of Tomas's, you know, fake tears and her the the way the illuminated manuscript of her tears, dude, is so mm-hmm. uh, shocking. I, I can't believe how, of Joan's tears. Yeah, I was texting yeah. y'all that it's like 2018 tears, 2019 tears. Like these are, I mean, these yeah. are these are recent tears. These are. These are now yeah. tears or whatever. I like uh, they, they. He did the Dreyer did this thing where her tears are almost always like there's two big tears like centered. There was one beneath, at the time. Yeah, her eye. yeah. Mm-hmm. And one, at one time they both fly at the same time down her cheeks, and it was just mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, like, miraculous cry like that crying. Uh, isn't there that statue that's always crying at one of the you know, holy sites or whatever. There's a Mary oh, yeah. that's like, I think tears are always coming down. It's just, it, mm-hmm. she's an, she's an icon in this thing. And it is, it's mm-hmm. like, it is a whole, a very holy experience. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Uh, and, and also, you know, but very, feeling very seen in the same way as force majeure, just like feel, really feeling like the spotlight on myself of, you know, of my own behaviors and my own love and my own devotion in Joan, to, that too. I mean, I, I just thinking. I mean, just that pure. De- how, you know, I think there, her youth is so important to the 
mm. to, to her follow through of the whole <laughs> thing. And I've said to you before too, like how weak I find myself, you know, at, at most times, dude. And, you know, to see. I like thinking about this movie being about follow through. <laughs> <laughs> well, you said thoroughness, you know, with the <laughs> with dark yeah. song too. Just about it's thoroughness. The, it's it's about... <laughs> the, Wikip- the Wikipedia entry for like Joan of Arc is just like follow through. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, some of those oh, man. keywords. I found myself <laughs> thinking a lot about um, just like the history of like these kinds of like testimony testimonials Uh or like uh like i found myself thinking about ann hutchinson a lot like while i was watching joan of arc and just Mm. like um the way uh the way a person like once you're if you're dealing with a thing like a kind of truth that is personal that no one else could know about the way that makes you that the way that like makes you vulnerable and mm. puts you at risk. Like if, yeah. if you're if your experience of truth is like unverifiable or relies on some sort of like uh power beyond what can be seen by other human beings and they find you threatening, th- like you 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 are in this um this impossible space and like I I guess that's got me thinking about the wife in force majeure too. Like we're yeah. like in the in the moments where she's like trying to tell her story and he's just gaslighting her. Like yeah. um it's almost like she's testifying in a way. Like Oh um, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it, it like there's a lot of overlap like between mm-hmm. how those scenes like feel. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Know? Um and the the kind of invisible thing that they're up against that you can kind of see in the scene by noticing like the their like facial expression and yeah. stuff. It's, yeah. Um, um we what is blackjack about... what what does blackjack have to do with all of this? <laughs> I mean milk blindness marshmallows, big fluffy clouds, bunny rabbits, <laughs> sugar. <laughs> Um, for those of you who may be listening to this who don't know, Blackjack, uh, the plot of Blackjack is that this guy who's a bodyguard, um, who's also like really good at like card tricks, um, it also is, like uh, deadly card tricks, deadly card tricks, has a phobia <laughs> of 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 all fucking things, the color white, um, which is just so good, like. Uh, and there's like scenes that take place in like milk warehouses and shit. Like, um, <laughs> like oh my god! Somehow of these three movies, like Blackjack is the one that feels the most symbolic to me. Uh, yeah, <laughs> like the the one that deals the most strongly in pure symbolism. <laughs> <laughs> or this try, yeah, it's trying the hardest in, in so, yeah in so many different lanes, man. And just mm-hmm. like a hundred miles an hour flying down the, the highway, just trying to thread all this shit together. It's amazing. <laughs> what about I, the line? Your sunglasses are the only protection you have against all the white out there. Yeah. Oh my God. Think about yeah. Think about they live for sure. And you know, they, but the, well, but like the, I mean, the nature of truth though, like, yeah. um, 
like white as sort of like an all encompassing, like an all the all color of yeah. like um the too you much know. he can't the too much he can't take, you know, with his eyes. And I, like, at the time, I was it's like, it's like so, looking to the face of God. Yeah. Oh. Well, that's Ooh. how force majeure begins and ends, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Like we were thinking about that. That's true. Oh man. Mm-hmm. But you know, and but to t- I wrote down Dolph. Uh, Dolph saw the wound behind the mask, mm-hmm. and I think that might thread it through all the movies too. Can Can you say more about that? <laughs> I knew you were going to ask me that. Well, I mean, you know, just quite simply, Dolph saw the slash to the face of. <laughs> Of the man at the, end, about... at the man at the end of the film, so but uh, and not yeah doesn't quite connect it with, you know the truths that are getting I seen it... in the other in the other two movies. So uh, I might back off a couple steps, pretty quickly. <laughs> well, he, yeah, he has a revelation. It's a really specific revelation. But, what is his yeah. revelation? Like just figuring out like, that that guy is the. The, the you know who's oh, just wearing like, yeah. the mask. Who's yeah, like the, the bad guy? Yeah, stay more away from is. milk. Stay more away from milk. <laughs> <laughs> it's so weird that like they'll have a struggle in a milk factory, and then one one guy will just like get away. Like I feel like if you if you have a struggle in a milk factory, like you're like nobody's getting out of there. Exactly. Yeah, there's a lot of like let, letting people live in that movie for like and mm-hmm. and then like indiscriminate killing at other times. Do you think some of it's like I mean, this is like a TV movie, right? Like a Canadian <laughs> TV movie? I don't oh, totally wow. understand. Oh man. But yeah, I mean, I don't totally know, understand. but Jack Jack brought to his, brought to his limits, you know, and and beyond. You know, meets his limit. Just as you might in these other films or, or, you know, has the audacity to approach his limit. I mean, he and... walks directly into the fear <laughs> so yeah. many times. And so to many even, times. Yeah. I mean, he steps on his damn sunglasses before he needs to, he like, he, he really like, it's like, he wants to give himself the challenge of doing it, of overcoming his fear in the moment in where that. Shrouds. Fear... Yeah. Yeah. In the white walls. Oh. <laughs> it's powerful. It was powerful, powerful, man. It's you know, powerful. for John Woo. That's, that's a really good summary of Blackjack. It's powerful stuff, you know? It's really. Uh, it's weird. I don't understand, like, why John Woo made this movie. Like, he's making, like, huge budget action movies, both before and after this. What was right? I was wondering. I didn't. What was right before? Like, what was right around this? Right before, for, for right before this is motherfucking face off. Wow. Oh, my God. I mean, this is, you know, it just seemed more like if John Woo made a Lifetime movie, which made it yeah, awesome. Yeah. Well, the yeah, baddie, yeah, yeah, the, yeah, the baddie was kind of, had an edge to him mm-hmm, that I kind of mm-hmm. liked. Did oh you my see God, this? That, did you see this? The like, butterfly? The butterfly in the jar? Did you see this? <laughs> did you see this in high school? Were you? I never saw this? this until this week. Oh, God. <laughs> I just heard about it. Oh, I thought. In my memory. I thought a whole lot, a whole different story was what I was thinking. In my memory, I heard some. There was like some 
I can't remember who, what essay I read. Someone brought this movie up, some writer, as like a movie that had something interesting to say about whiteness, maybe. Yeah. Um, and having so. watched having watched it, I have no idea what the fuck to do with that exactly. Yeah, yeah. Like, um, <laughs> I really think it's like as dumb as just being afraid of the color white. <laughs> uh, <laughs> like um... it, it, it doesn't seem like it's like working on a level much deeper than that. Um, oh, not as a conscious construct of the filmmakers. No, they were just like it's a right. plot device. Like, yeah, it's obviously. purely a plot device. But it probably, I don't know. Maybe there's, maybe we have more to say about it. I'm no, dude, sure. I think there. No, I think there is more to it. I mean, and there's a tenderness to to Jack in the in mm. the movie, maybe mm-hmm. the TV movie, and and in the fatherly role that he has to try to learn on. how to be a dad. Yeah, which I, thought, a dad. I wrote at the end of it through the flame of the father, which I don't, you know, mm-hmm. which kind of again is going to just thread us right just back through everything we've witnessed so far and but i think it's true too in in all of them that uh you know this yeah this approach to the father figure and what are you gonna and what are you gonna do you know in the flame of the through the flame of the father what are you gonna do through the flame of the father (laughs) but but it's a it's a question but, that we all need to ask ourselves. But a question that I did write down and I did want to ask y'all, and I thought you know, and I think about it more as a parent is you know how old were you or can you do you, do you, can you kind of remember some of those moments in your life mm-hmm. where the role of your parent kind of switched from being this you know mythical mystical uh, do no wrong kind of a, a thing to the really dungeon-esque mm. nature of us all or, or, or you know, really seeing you know your parents on a on a level that i don't know you know it's just like that that more honest seeing of somebody but it also i mean be... my parents listen to this podcast so this is hard <laughs> <for me> to... <laughs> oh, oh, oh i forgot yeah oh, i forgot but uh no just and or or even or even hypothetic or even hypothetically to think of of the concept <laughs> But, I mean, uh, I could get into I could get into some. But dungeons. let me tell you. I mean, I'm just um, saying. But as but as a father, you know, to have to have had those moments with your child where it's just like that that shock of they're like, oh, that's who you are, or you know, or, or to say something in a tone that they're like, oh, you know, oh, that's uh, you know, that's a little bit different, and they and the, and to be looked at in a different way, to be seen in a different in a different way, in in yeah. with different eyes, you know, that that know you deeper. And, uh, like, you know, that's uh, Tomas's thing is I think he's just seen and it's a nakedness, you know, he's walking around with his underwear, you know, out in the, out in the halls. I mean, it's just, it's a, it's a, a nakedness to each other mm-hmm. that, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, hopefully makes you, you know, more honest with each other, but, uh, it's also just kind of, but it's like, a, it is a crit, like this critical moment in, mm-hmm. in, in your life, in your life or, or that I mm-hmm. think changes you know your your kids or or yourself Bass, it seemed like you were about to say something oh yeah i was probably about ready to say a bunch of things that are like so far in the past Mm. no recollection Mm. (laughs) memory is not my strong suit right now but i would say that um i have a i just have a dumb plot question 
about to end. Okay. Like this is just Jack. like us Jack, yeah. just in the in the lobby of the theater. Like the, this is yeah. this is yeah, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. not not even the podcast, but like so she's That's okay. We can come back to the parent dungeon later. Mm, yeah. <laughs> the flame of the father. So do, do you do you get it that that the mom deliberately like waited for the husband to like be the hero to be restored in the eyes of the kids? Or did you make it that she actually did kind of get like, you know, she needed help or whatever, and then he helped her? Like it's that it's some sort of masquerade, right? Like I, I, I my reading of it is that I I don't know. Mm. Like I, mm-hmm. I remain in the dark on that. In the in the in that's the snowstorm, that's a great, like legal distinction. I remain in the dark in that. <laughs> it, saved in the snowstorm at the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, you know, ultimately, I thought about it, and you know, it kind of, I thought that Layman, I thought that you were going to say something like uh, when I, when I saw that scene again, it kind of made me think. You know, ultimately, the only reason that they're there is because of his ridiculous decision. You know, or or you know, you can kind of tie always tie it back to kind of yeah. the behaviors of of him that have kind of created any more dangerous you know situation it's it's already driven it yeah, yeah. kind of into spiraling into this you know scenario so to me it just kind of always goes back to his culpability and yeah. uh yeah. It, it, even if he were to save her that's that's it's not even a wash you know it's just it allowed him to have performed the act but it didn't make it real you know that's uh, right and Some, I think something the, like that. I don't think the kids. I don't think whatever happens there at the end moves the needle for the kids. <laughs> no, not at all. No, that's what I'm not saying. All. There's all these other people. You know, it's just like it's just like what you're doing impacts all these other people. You know, and just the kids to have heard. You know, and where you have to be in your moment to to just say fuck it all. Well, you know, let let's have it out in the you know in the hallway and the. Or, or in front of the kids, or, or just again, you know, yeah. just knowing that you've crossed, you've, you've crossed that membrane <laughs> in a I lot of, people, of in a lot of people. Wait, I, I wanted, thought of you talk... being a. Uh, sorry. No, no, you go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, I just thought of Seth Parker being a dad while I was watching yeah, that, yeah. and thinking yeah. of how insane that movie is to watch <laughs> as a dad, like and like how you survived it. Like, <laughs> like, like is, it, it, is it really hard or like? Well, like I, I said, it's just really, it just feels, yeah, it is. It just feels like you, you're really seen in this thing because it is honest about, in a way. I mean, we're all the guy. I'm, we're, I, I'm the guy. You know, I am that guy. You know, and you have you, to, I, I have to perform that, that role. You know, kind of going through these motions. I've and, got a lot of dungeons that I want to talk about right now. One of them, yeah. I'm gonna. I'm, so, like, one of them is that. Um, as someone who isn't a parent and isn't even a pet owner, I like, <laughs> I don't know what it would feel like. Um, okay. Let's go. Let's go into this a little. Mm. So um, it's I'm hard. to hold the door to the cellar. For you. Yeah. <laughs> if you hear the chance clanking, <laughs> come get me. So uh, it's hard to imagine um, what it would feel like to uh like i imagine that the love that you get from your children is a love that feels pretty pretty like um 
pretty wide open and like unjudgmental. Like they are born and they love you like mm-hmm. as a result of having been born. Yeah. Which, which would, which I would imagine would make you feel like um, some, some like uh, two things, like some uh, like overwhelming comfort in that love, like that, that it, there's nothing you could do to fuck it up while at the same time thinking like that there's an in- immense amount of pressure in that not to fuck it up. Somehow. Yeah. I was going to say there's definitely, there has to be that feeling of fragility in it, or at least for me, yeah. like, and I, it is not just because I, if I'm an anxious person or whatever that you, I would have that. No, feeling. no, that has to be just the parental feeling of, you know, immediately yeah. ha- being in the, you know, caretaker for the, for this <clears throat> individual. Yeah. And it's a, like, you know, it's, you know, finally, the only way it makes made me more self-aware of myself was just in knowing of my own mortality, you know, and wanting it to be longer for this, for this other person, you know, wanting, you know, mm-hmm. it, you know, w- wanting yourself to be, to be good before this, in front of this other person and, and, mm-hmm. and to allow mm-hmm. you, you know, to, to help this other person longer. And well, um, and like that, 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 that love like comes with a desire to like earn it because it's, because it isn't, is necessarily unearned. Right. And like, like, and you were saying, and you were saying, you know, to, you know, to feel loved instantly. It's like, I guess you, you immediately feel needed, you know, and needed. And so that it's, it's, it's how quickly that, that need translates into, you know, just a love of sharing and things and caring for each other becomes love you know what love is you know what love is that you share with each other and well so then like what this movie is about in a certain way is like moments in your life where you uh, a moment like that a tiny moment of failure can either like be just a t- like tiny moments of failure are happening all the time right but mm-hmm. like some of them maybe can bloom into these like horrifying like they bloom, they become larger. They, yeah, they, yeah. Um, like that's what I was saying. Like they, when it's, there are these. Um, I mean, if you, you know, if you just yeah, if you yell in front of your kid the first time, you know, just, this this the shock in the eyes, and you're just like that is something they saw. It's like the camera snapped, you know, or the camera, yeah. the 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 flash went off, and you know yeah. that that's a memory. And you say, you know, it's like uh, Inside Out. You know, it's like there are, that, yeah. the way it visualizes that is real, and yeah. you know that that's just kind of a moment that's just kind of going to stick with your child, or you, or you hope not, and uh, you hope to undo, you know, in some way. Or you well, know, what, to, okay, so uh, that's great. So, w- w- but what I'm imagine, what I'm saying is that, like, uh, what this movie made me think about is that um, the way. Like that it it's this interfacing between the way your imagination of how someone else sees you and yeah. how you see yourself. Yeah. Like you actually don't know what sticks with your kid. Like and there's so yeah. much shit that happened yeah. when you were a kid or when I was a kid or when Eric was a kid. Like there's so much shit that happens that like probably the adults in your life were like, Oh my god, are they gonna remember that? Yeah. And it like <laughs> didn't stick with you at all. Or it or it did, or things that they thought like wouldn't register whatsoever that did stick with you. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so it's like, enti- yeah. it's entirely unpredictable. Uh, anyway, the scene I wanted to talk about in force majeure is that scene where the kids are like stonewalling the parents where mm-hmm. they're just like, yeah. like Get out of here. Bro- the brother is like watching the sister play the video game. Like those kids are just like enacting this kind of like, they've built a wall 
and the parents know why the wall is there and they're too afraid. They can't even look at it. They like, it's like the closest they get in the movie is like them ignoring that wall together, kind of. Mm. And that was oh, just man. like the realest shit ever to me. Oh, like, man. <laughs> yeah. where, and it just made me think about how this movie is about how like, it's about how other people see it's yeah like who you are is just like this constellation of how the other people see you like in that scene where him and his friend are at the bar like with uh, the fucking sunglasses on uh, and the woman uh, and like and the woman like he feels like so <laughs> desired for a second and then it's just like totally taken away from him and it's just like um it man it's so thing. good it's uh. so good it's so fucking good like how much like it's no matter how... it's the, it's yeah it's just identity and how that yeah and how it and how it's procured but like no matter how like much you tell yourself like that you you are the you are the um that like how uh, your own way of being in the world is the important thing and like that you you can make the best out of your circumstances and all this shit ultimately your life comes down to just like how other people see you kind of like I, I don't think, I yeah. don't know that there's much of a way around it. Like, yeah. oh, yeah. and once, and once it kind of starts going downhill, it's like, you're fucked, you know, and it was, yes. at least yes. with him, yes. <laughs> yes. I mean, at, least, at least with him. I mean, I, I, yeah, that's the part, I guess, where the, the empathy comes. I mean, it's just knowing, and that's, the, I guess the, is that like the nature of irony or whatever? I mean, you, you just kind of know where this is going, you know, you know, where this dungeon is driving and oh god that last scene and that that road that that road and the the going down of that road mm-hmm, just like the mm-hmm. spiraling down and the first time i saw it i almost and it almost made me puke man i mean it was like yeah, so yeah. it was so tough to watch just visually and after having watched something you know just emotionally so <laughs> wrenching totally uh, wrenching and the and the very ending is so interesting to me too. Like the that very ending where I guess they're walking, you know, kind of towards the the camera towards us, and like where I guess he feels yeah he's like he says well you know I'm a she goes I didn't know you were a smoker then he goes well, I, yeah I, I yeah I am I am I am a smoker yeah. I was thinking about, I keep thinking about that even that little detail just like just how fluid he is you know it's almost dangerously. Yeah, it's volatile. You know what he yeah. what he what oh, he no, does. He's a psychopath. What yeah, yeah. what it does what it does to somebody to all these other people, and it's so toxic. Well, it was interesting to like um, to not notice that for a lot of the movie, and then have Andrea next to me being like, "Dude, that guy's a fucking psychopath," you know. And like, <laughs> I was like, I don't know, I can't. Like, this is interesting how this is going to play out, and she's like, "Not even close." And like, yeah. That was, it was so funny to see what um how this movie it was really interesting to watch andrea watch this movie yeah because she'd, mm-hmm. she'd seen it like whatever like a year or two after it came out i think like and uh but like forgot most of it but like oh we we loved it so much, but it was so funny to see I mean, her be like, like, no, like, what, what are you talking about? You know, cause I was yeah. really like, cause it makes you like, you know, the, the friend, like mm-hmm. I was totally doing his thing of rationalizing yes. in my mind as this thing. And then you realize that that's kind of what's being like a spotlight put on too. And then it, it like so involves you in this way that like, you feel like any way that you feel about it is so mm-hmm. fraught. Yeah, um, mm. that it, it's more like being like I don't know. It's like some sort of um, 
it's like being tied up in a bunch of different ways. Uh huh. But well, I enjoyed it. Like I didn't feel it. I didn't feel any stress watching this, which is insane. <laughs> <laughs> like I don't know what it is, but maybe it is just like truly disturbing things relax me. But like I, it's like, like that's I, theirs. It's their thing. Like, we, I laughed so hard. There, oh, it's a funny it, movie. Because, it is funny. Because it, it blew my mind how it was such a, like, a minefield for people doing what yes. we were doing. Like, we yeah, realized yeah, yeah. that we were like, oh, shit. Like, and I was yeah. like, if somebody's got something to say, it's going to happen, you know? Yeah. And then it was so funny when there was nothing to say and we just laughed about it, you know? But uh, that... I think the brilliance of the movie is that the movie is like, it's like begging. It seems like it's like begging you to have a debate about what you would do if some danger happened to the people you love. But actually the, like really it seems like the point of the movie is that you, you just can't know what you're going to do. And, and that like, um, and that, and that like, how you deal with your fuck ups in life is is it like ultimately yeah. it's a movie about how he deals with the fact that he fucked up, mm-hmm. not yeah. the fact that he fucked up. Like, yeah, and kind of the way he deals with it is is you know everything to do with the, what's ev- everything that's wrong with masculinity itself. You know, it's just like it really is assigning blame to you know masculine. It's it's masculinity's fault. You know, for for just mm-hmm. about everything that, that that seemed to be ha- happening. And I guess that's, you know, that makes the comedy of it and the, the trauma of it at the same time, you know, you know where it's all going. I mean, we, you know, yeah. we know who this is and, and, and kind of where his behavior is going to, to lead this, this family in a lot of ways. And it is a, and I guess there's something morbid to our curiosity about, you know, about, about that, watching that, yeah. that process kind of play out. Um, Man, we... mm. Sorry. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, <laughs> what do you got, post? <laughs> so I was thinking, like, I would I think expect you clanking the chains over there. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, after we watched this, we watched Taken, and it mm-hmm. was so mm. emotionally damaging. Like, <laughs> it made Force Majeure like seem like so happy-go-lucky because of like (laughs) all the like it's like every damaging trope in every direction all at once plus like the weird like like dad (laughs) i don't know like like dad is always right stuff it is like his character is just how the patriarchy sees itself yeah um but i (laughs) But so it was weird to like have that experience because like normally like I would be much more afraid of like some kind of like um, awkward, complicated social, you know, interaction thing than I would some sort of like action movie thing. Um, mm-hmm. But, but hmm. I don't know, man. Taken freaked me. Taken's out. good. I like. I like. Yeah, it was. It was really good. But it was like. <laughs> 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 um blackjack uh <laughs> <laughs> there is no way to turn to like say I'm, I'm not trying to connect I'm not trying to connect it. No. What I want I wanted to say that it's like 
the the other thing I wanted to say about it is that what was funny to me about it in the context of I feel like I'm I've been like wanting to make you guys watch a lot of action movies, and what's <laughs> funny about Blackjack is that all the like like nobody's good at anything in Blackjack like. <laughs> Like you just reminded me of this with Taken. Like one of the things about Taken is that is like the whole thing about him having this like particular set of uh-huh. skills. Like, n- like in Blackjack, like you get to see, like you get to see people having like dumb conversations, trying to decide what to do. Kind of like, <laughs> like him and his him and his like butler in the car, like cracking jokes, trying to make a plan. It's uh. like it like shows you all the like it shows you the work in a weird way. Um, I don't know. I just thought that was kind of, it's like, I, it's so interesting. Like what makes a TV movie different than a movie? Like, I don't, I don't know why it has to be like that, but it is like that. It's like a bodyguard workplace drama or something. (laughs) Yes. It was fun imagining just how far, yeah, just how far they might've fleshed out these arcs. You know where they thought that these things might are going to go, like this relationship with the butler, like you're saying, and everything else. Oh like, my god! And yeah, the, art, yeah. the artifacts lining the hallway, and all this stuff. This all this like, stuff is, that they're just going into. Do they had or is had he going to have a relationship with the therapist, or like is yeah. he going to? Oh yes. I don't know. And, you know, I was also, know. You know, it had like a there was kind of a slight like Twin Peaks kind of style to it. And I guess mm-hmm. it's a little a couple years after that. But kind of mm-hmm. to the to the women and the or the co- you know the hair colors or whatever or the color thing that he was going after in the movie, mm-hmm. and it felt uh, very Twin Peaks. It felt like the new Twin Peaks where it has the Las Vegas part of it. You know, yeah. Um, I don't know. Any, like um, I always wonder if someone like watched a shitty thing a long time ago. <laughs> it's like, oh, what if we did it like well? <laughs> It's a it's a good idea. Maybe the three of us should make a we should remake Blackjack. Oh man. Wow. Like write a screenplay about Like where would where would I even begin with like what the like plot is of you know, like it's uh... I know, yeah, just what epi- uh, season season one, episode one. It's pretty simple, Eric. This guy's a bodyguard. <laughs> <laughs> He's gotta protect the supermodel. He happens to have a phobia of the color white. <laughs> All uh, right. No, I mean you make it sound it's, easy. It's not rocket science here. <laughs> yeah, and just let it, let it, <laughs> let it ride. <laughs> that, um, that old, that old story. Does that do? Do we want to talk about any any more of the uh, things that happened in Passion of Joan of Arc? Like I mean, our, my, our toes my, in my it, which are, is insane. My notes are the claustrophobia, the spittle, the little kid oh. sucking on the boob. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Thought about the boob, <laughs> especially in the milk scene with uh, Blackjack. I thought about the boob. I instantly saw that baby looking up yeah. again from the from the nipple of uh, Joan of Arc. Or not Joan of Arc's nipple, but there the is, there, from the movie. There's a scene in Moby Dick um where uh they they the um the whale boats get lowered and they're chasing after these whales and uh Ishmael's whale boat gets um like with Queequeg and and uh Starbuck I guess gets like um surrounded by a pod of whales 
and they have to stop because it's like too dangerous. If they like try to harpoon a whale, the whales will start going crazy and they could get destroyed in the middle of it. And mm. they, um, so they just stop and they're just like sitting there in the middle of this like calm pool of whales. And uh, Ishmael describes like looking down into the water and seeing a calf feeding on a mother and just kind of like gazing up at them, like, uh, like sort of like absentmindedly while it's feeding. Um, and I was, it, that's what I thought of during that scene in Passion of Joan of Arc where the baby, like, um, mm. it's like, it's such a, it was like this interesting reminder of like how, how, how like, um, like things just go on and mm. nothing that's happening actually matters that much or something like, regarded Um, being regarded by nature going on yeah 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 that definitely feels like like i definitely felt the same way watching that part you know you get the sense of like the like the indifference uh, or like you're you're watching like time unfold in a different way and yeah there's Mm -hmm. a sense of like you know this sort of gigantic thing happening but also being able to i mean i was just thinking the dungeon part of this was the um all the like weird circus performer people you know like mm. who are doing crowd work <clears throat> at the burning yeah. of joan of art you know <laughs> like that seems like the most depressing part of joan of arc not that she was yeah. like burned alive but that like like those like those performers were such big bummers that yeah like, yeah i don't know that, like can, can you imagine like terrifying. It, like getting all like jaunty, like just be like, somebody's gonna get burned alive, you know? And, and, yeah, and, yeah. and the pull, way that pull a coin out from behind somebody's ear, no. you know? Wait, no, what? No, no, you no, go what? Ahead. No, I was just saying that well, the, the way the questions are devised, the way that again, like uh, your identity is devised, is devised, you know, just by this kind of rolling telephone of you know of what people are saying you know in in the crowd and and yeah to be so 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 to have the crosshairs you know on her so closely and to to be seen so closely and to but to behave you know again with grace that we always kind of talk about um, there's another there's another dungeon in that movie though, which is the the guy in the crowd who's like after she's dead, who's like, You have burned a saint. Yeah. yeah. And it and I, I just kept thinking about like it you you ha- like this is when you figured this out, like after it's over. Like Yeah. Um it's like um like we're you, you just can't help but feel like we're all the crowd. Like that the like the horrible shit of the world just goes on, and then once it's over, it's like how many people have you heard? Like you know, Trump gets acquitted the other day, and then everyone's like outraged afterwards that he got acquitted. It's like, yeah, um, like just all these like these things that like we know they're gonna happen. They're the fact that they're gonna happen is atrocious. We wait for them to happen, and then we like shake our fists and and like get angry about it afterwards. That's like, how do we get out of that shit? <laughs> that, that, that's yeah, a well, pretty what... big question. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think that like somewhere in the text of Blackjack is the answer. <laughs> <laughs> Marshmallows, big fluffy clouds. <laughs> 
bunny rabbits. <laughs> Sugar. Sugar. I mean, I really, you know, it's funny when you watch something like um, a Steven Seagal movie or whatever, you can tell mm-hmm. he's kind of a dirtbag. I yeah. think you can kind of tell that Dolph Lundgren is like pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. And uh-huh. like really smart and kind of interesting. And like, yeah. you know, he was really, uh, he was interesting. He was fun to watch. I was really yeah. into Dolph Lundgren. Like, um, yeah. I recently, I recently watched Johnny Mnemonic and he uh-huh. plays like a crazed, like contract killer in that movie. And, and he's like doing some interesting, like street preacher kind of shit. Like, uh-huh. Man, um, it's really good, really good Lundgren. When you are blue, um, okay. So you can fool you <laughs> good Lundgren, guys. Good Lundgren, good Lundgren, good Lundgren, Lundgren. 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 Someday you pack, then you'll be leaving my door. Oh, but I kind of like it, taking you back, so you can fool me some more. I only look for roses when in season. Ah, but you're a rose that comes and goes without a reason. I make my mind up, I'm just a fool, someday I'll even the score. Only to wind up breaking the rule, so you can fool me some more. Thank mm-hmm. you.